Julia Prescott and, and everything's coming up podcast uh, the podcast where we interview our favorite writers comedians <laughs> actors um, substitute teachers um, uh, I think it's a pet yeah. last week and um, I... manager of party stores <laughs> about their favorite episode of the Simpsons it just becomes a man on the street interview where we just yell, what's your favorite episode? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I figure we'll get so busy with this that oh, eventually yeah. we'll only have 10 minutes of spare time. Oh, yeah, yeah, To yeah. be able to just tag somebody down, <laughs> some dancing Elmo on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, that would be great, actually. <laughs> um, this is an interesting episode of the podcast because um, we're not actually talking about a Simpsons episode. Yeah, and we think that's especially fun because this is episode three so yeah. we only gave you two episodes to kind of be like we okay we can we know what to expect of this show mm-hmm. no you don't no we're there gonna are change no things rules. up <laughs> and uh this was the idea of our guest today uh our guest is zach roman hi hello hey. hey can you please tell us what episode we are discussing and of what show uh we are discussing the episode simpsons did it which is an episode of south park which is yeah a great show. I asked you what is what is the episode that you want to talk about, and you kind of like <clears throat> this was you know over like Facebook Messenger, and you did the uh, basically the uh, internet version of like sit down, <laughs> like yeah. sit down before I tell you. You're just like, like Allie, hey, was is there this crazy? A prayer emoji <laughs> involved. Hey. Crazy idea. Crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to do the same thing to Julia, just like. Julia. Zach said that he wants to do Simpsons Already Did It yeah. from South Park. And I think I said, I trust you. <laughs> I heard, that's funny. It's funny because you never know how someone's actually really saying something over text. So I heard it. It's like, I trust you. <laughs> oh, no. your, your voice of me in your head is very skeptical. Very, very and skeptical, very judgmental. Oh, my goodness. It is, it is so not. I should add more emojis. I should add more uh, just letters in general. Uh, I should I should Can try to. Can you respond to... with a video of you saying yeah, it? And, but would... no phone calls. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That'd be good. No more phone calls. Um, so, so before we get into the episode, of course, we need to know, what is your association with The Simpsons? What do you feel? What do you love? What do you maybe not love? So The Simpsons for me is a very, very special show. I was allowed to watch cartoons as a kid. Like my parents pretty much like let me free reign cartoons. So Ren and Stimpy was a big part of my childhood. Which, by the way, there's a Ren and Stimpy painting in your house. Yeah, Yeah. I had that commissioned. Uh, I was drunk and I (laughs) asked my friend, do you think you could do Ren and Stimpy American Gothic? And he was like, yeah, I was like, with Ren as the woman, and I was like, no, Stimpy's the woman. I think, yeah. I think that's much more obvious. Yeah, Absolutely. But the thing is, is that, like, I've seen Ren as the woman because he's, I, I've seen it before as Ren as the woman, and yeah. Stimpy as the woman makes more sense. Yeah. Wait, so you've yeah. seen that image before? On, yeah, on well, the I looked it up after I said it out wow. loud, but uh-huh. it was all 
ran as the woman. Oh, good. So Way to lucky, go against the grain. Boy. Yeah, lucky boy. Uh, but it's obvious that you love cartoons because not yes. only do you have the Ren and Stimpy art, but you are also wearing a Marge Simpson T-shirt. I am. I'm a huge Simpsons fan as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I think that like run the course. I would say nine out of ten dentists. Yeah, uh, <laughs> agree. Simpsons are great. Yeah, uh, I would say like out of all of the people I've run into working professionally, um, and not almost everyone is a Simpsons fan. Yeah. There is an episode or episodes that have had deep impact and uh, obviously like a big part of their life. And it, it definitely like influenced me. And I remember watching on Sunday nights with my dad who watched a lot of like comedy with me. He, mm -hmm. he um, not a comedian, he's a doctor. So I think he needed to laugh. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of reality out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of doctor? Obstetrician gynecologist. So that's a lot of bringing life into a right. scary, scary place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was. Um, it was funny that the Simpsons, I think, got banned in a lot of households, but oh, yeah. not in mine. Um, where other things that weren't as bad did get banned because they were live action. I was pretty much. It was open season for anything we could watch on network. Um, Except for Married with Children. We weren't allowed to watch that. Really? <laughs> they drew the line at Married with Children? I think so. You know, I think... It kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it kind of makes yeah. sense. It's the teenage girl, I think, Christina Applegate. Yeah. That is, like, pushing the line for, I think, really? a lot of the dads. Wow. Oh, not, definitely. Not the vaguely misogynist dad? No, you know, it was the 90s. <laughs> oh, right. I, I always forget it was, it was like, the 90s. It was a lot no of man. people's, like, Archie Bunker. Like, they yeah. loved... Right, Adam makes Neal. sense. Yeah. Um, so the Simpsons have always had a huge, huge, huge part in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I also grew up doing musical theater, and there are so many nods to musical theater throughout yeah, Simpsons yeah. history. That's, um, I'm excited that you grew up doing yeah. musical theater. What productions were you in when you were growing yeah, up? I, like literally, you name any like really high school what, production. What were you in, Annie? In. <laughs> uh, that is one I didn't do. Really? Yeah, that's actually crazy. I was in that one twice. Really? And I was there are a few more girl parts. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't get them. I was the street hobo <laughs> in one production, and then I was the never fully dressed without a smile, which is a guy, I think, in the original the, production. The, like the guy who runs the yeah, it's because the, it's the you're sisters. never fully yeah. yeah. But I was I, I upgraded. I got to be the lead singer of that. That's, <laughs> that's great. pretty good. I was yeah, in thanks. sixth grade and you couldn't audition for the part, so I just. Slung a bucket around <laughs> oh, <laughs> with yeah. a rag during the and dances. And still are. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> but that was on stage, right? I was just in class. He slung a bucket around. Yeah, yeah. Come to think of it, right? <laughs> no one was in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I never went to school. What? I was homeschooled. So, so Simpsons uh, is. It's always so funny that people weren't allowed to watch it when we look at it now. Yeah. But you could look at South Park today and totally understand why a kid wouldn't be allowed yeah. to watch that, even in 2015. So was that? Something something that you got right out the gate or okay. was it something you experienced as an older adult maybe? I am very lucky to say that in 1997 I had a I have a brother who's about I think six years older than me so I in 1997 you can say that I was my brother's age simply because like I was eight but really I was 14 <laughs> like yeah, I wanted to do sense. everything my brother did so first episode of South Park which our newspaper wrote up as like crass, offensive, and rude, <laughs> using swear words you've never heard on uh, cable television. And I mm -hmm. was like, 
Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean this sounds... is more than crap hell damn it. Like, this right. is right. really. Yeah. Was that the really episode where they got one. to say shit? No, that, that 97 was their f- debut. Oh, okay. But they oh, say, oh, right, like, right. you know, they say, like, butthole. And yeah. they say, they said a lot of stuff in that first one. And it, they swear and they bleep it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, kick the babies in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, South Park, I think, was a, a little bit more like under this veil that hadn't been pulled back yet. Right. Where it was like, oh, it's a cartoon, it's cool. And my parents, you know, they uh, they tried, but like, I was very sneaky as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I used to turn the TV off because it was a later program and no one would watch TV, and I would record it on VCR and then Whoa. watch it the next day. Wow. That's the amount of work that goes into that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had to learn how to use a VCR, which if you try now, impossible. Yeah. It's actually like trying to record something on a VCR, you might as well be like... <laughs> Yeah, you're like the know, apes in the beginning bones. of 2001. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you're like making a mixtape. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Know. How, how, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the modern equivalent of, like, making an iPad. It's, like, just <laughs> recording. Harvesting the plastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, from scratch, making an right, iPad. Right, right, right. Y- you're right. That is exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. exact. Uh, so this episode is from the sixth season of South Park. So it's already been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious to people that there would be these like Simpsons did it moments, which yes. of course we do get that from this episode. We, we experience it in our own lives all the time. It's just yeah. such a big meme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how, how smart are they to actually address it so head on? Yeah. I also, like, yes, they are brilliant. I believe Matt and Trey are actually the, I think, the best writers on television. Because it's only been Matt and Trey. And really, right. it's only Matt. And, and a revolving only, writer's room of other... Yeah, their, of, like, yeah. great friends. Vern Troyer, um, mm-hmm. Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that documentary, Six yeah, Days to Air, which yeah. I've seen, like, I think five times. It's so, so it's good. It's so um, it's so interesting. Yeah. And they also, because it is that quick, they mm-hmm. don't give themselves time to edit, whereas Simpson epi- episodes are like, table read, rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. Oh, right. they take yeah, so, they take so, so long. Right, right. And I was thinking about that as I was watching this episode, because I, to be honest, don't actually watch South Park very often. Got it. But I'm a big Matt and Trey fan. Um, mm-hmm. I was first introduced to them uh through Cannibal the Musical, yes. which is like mm-hmm. a DVD find Hell in the yeah. back of a Borders, <laughs> and then like made everybody that I became friends with like from ninth grade on watch it, and yeah. like that was a test for our friendship. Um, and I think Book of Mormon is probably the best musical that's ever been created. Um, that being said, don't disagree. Yeah, that being said, I mean there's a level of polish on a Simpsons episode that is far different than uh, a yes. South Park episode. And I think the polish on a South Park episode is that. Truthfully, there is no polish, and that's yeah. why it's so funny. Is because it's very raw. It is very raw, right. and it's it's stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And like Bill Hader, a brilliant uh, comedian who is, who works on stream of consciousness, and Vernon Troyer is like famous for literally writing pieces. There was a sh- uh, movie he did called Final Flash, mm-hmm. where it's like he sent out three scripts or four scripts to four different four different like make your own porno. <laughs> like film what? houses yeah. yeah and then put all four films together in this movie called final flesh and they're like existential weird like art house pieces what? but done by porn actors it's cool. insane you have to wow. watch it yeah. that's something incredible do. yeah well, we're yeah. gonna take a quick break <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> brb in <Yeah>. how long 
<laughs> that's about an hour and 20 minutes Great, and it's 100 cool, cool. worth it oh, yeah. <laughs> um so you told us before we recorded that you actually haven't seen this episode in a long time but it still sticks with you i mean this episode yes sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no sorry. please i was i was wondering if you could uh explain to those who have not seen it uh since there is a chance but it's very slim that the people listening to a simpsons podcast have not actually seen this episode yeah what is this episode about okay so um and stop me if i'm wrong you got it but um uh basically there's two things going on uh there's a science fair am i wrong or it's just Cartman gets uh, sea monkeys. Yeah, Cartman, Cartman gets yeah. sea people. Yeah, he gets sea people. Sea people. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> the sea people mix with semen. And mm -hmm. then um, it's basically that Treehouse of Horror. That's what they're referencing, right? Yeah, it's the there's Treehouse an episode. Of Horror. Yeah, there's, there's a treehouse. I think it's seven. Uh, yeah. Where Lisa's tooth decays and then there ends up being a whole civilization. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, while that's going on, we yeah. have the, the real Simpsons part of this episode which yeah which is um butters is what's his name i can't think of it uh his like evil alter ego yeah yeah <laughs> oh i wrote it down it was yeah dr, dr. Chaos. chaos and what's his assistant <laughs> professor name? chaos professor chaos. Oh. and his assistant um smaller but, butters yeah smaller butters <laughs> yeah um, i didn't but, quite catch his name <laughs> there would be so many people emailing us <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure Suck it, it's a simpsons podcast oh, <laughs> we uh, get the right details right <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> professor chaos starts doing like wants to do all these maniacal things but his assistant keeps reminding him that the simpsons have already done said thing yeah simpsons did it yeah, simpsons yeah. did it mm -hmm. the simpsons did it mm -hmm. um and so he starts to go crazy and then he figures out something that the simpsons haven't done after watching all the episodes yeah he watched all episodes twice, episode twice yeah. and he comes up with the great plan of putting rotten mayonnaise in chocolate covered cherries mm -hmm. which and is great because he asks like D did they do that they didn't do that did they and she's like no i think the simpsons would be more clever than that yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i like that line <laughs> and then um like as he's getting his machine ready mm -hmm. um like on the TV comes like this Sunday on the Simpsons Bart puts a bunch of rotten mayonnaise and yeah, chocolate covered yeah. cherries and then he goes crazy and everything in his mind turns into si the Simpsons it's mm -hmm. like everything is dressed the like the Simpsons changes. yeah everybody turns yellow mm -hmm. and uh go ahead no please um I'm pretty sure the way it's ended is a an incredible speech by Kyle am I wrong on art yeah. a, as just like a, a general kind of overlapping or uh, umbrella on art which is people are going to always do something that's similar to the thing you're doing mm -hmm. what makes it important in making it yours is that you do it. Yeah, you're the one doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the way that comes up is, of course, at the end of the Sea People plot, uh, Butters kind of gets so, so, so excited because finally he has found, it's like, oh my God, you guys are doing a Simpsons one. Ha ha, you did it. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, yeah, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, who cares? right, yeah. So what? They've been on for 13 years. Of yeah. And this is showing you how old this episode is. Right. But yeah. it's been on for 13 years. Of course they did it. And, you know, then we have uh, Chef say, just like, and before The Simpsons did it, Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone did yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, I love that detail. I love it too. Mm -hmm. And and that is something The Simpsons does so well is The Simpsons is nothing but but a fan of other TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. They love they love using literary references, math stuff. They do mm -hmm. all kinds of cool nods to things they love. Yeah. And 
And I think that's in the DNA of successful shows. Absolutely. And being able to sort of cop to that instead of like having the ego of we are going to create something original. Yeah. Yeah. I think any good creative recognizes his um, ambition is going to be met with copying. Yeah. You know, you're, you're only like, your taste only catches up to your talent when you've recognize that you're like replicating what you, your taste is <laughs> right right um so it's it's very interesting to me that that lesson when i was it was 2003 so i was just becoming like a a young artist <laughs> <laughs> i was just coming into like a cognitive space you're smoking a pipe right now <laughs> wow where did that come from where'd the monocle come out of nowhere what what happened <laughs> the uh elbows on your jacket the are they dripping off of you yeah what's going on do you want to see my books <laughs> leather bound i think we're in one <laughs> um no we're in a bin we're all toys Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> um, Dies. Uh, that had such an impact on me as a young kid who I think I grew up not having a terrible amount of friends, but having a terrible amount of uh, observation power <laughs> ability yeah. Yeah. that it made me realize <clears throat> whatever I wanted to be, at that point I had no idea what I wanted to be, but... Um, it is going to be similar to something someone else has done, but what makes it my own is that I did it. And yeah. it's, it's such an insane lesson to be taught by a show that most people would just pass off as crass. Yeah. When it's like, no, that's the brilliance of the show. Is that right? South Park and <clears throat> Simpsons together. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And Ren and Simpy. I mean, yeah. like you can watch and find moral and lesson in anything. That's what I I love about good episodes of any cartoon that I've seen is that there's always such such a good moral and backbone at the end of it. Like, I feel uh, like as some shows progress, they kind of just rely on jokes and they lose a little bit of that heart. And uh, it just does so much more when that heart's there. I I also have to... very good at that. I agree. Yeah, South Park is. There's a moral at most episodes South very Park heavily. has made me cry, truthfully. Really? Yeah, the, the episode where Kyle realizes that everything is shit, like, because it's Matt, I think it's Matt just speaking truthfully about his own experiences in his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that episode starts off with... And this is like... I think this is shown in Futurama. I think at the Animaniacs, at their kind of at the peak there, they were able to take like the um, thanks, uh, hi lady girl, and give a moral to like the dog and the the baby. (laughs) Right, right, right. They were able to just like massage everything into this world of like this is the importance, this is the meaning. Not even that it has to be there when you're a kid, but at watching as an adult, the things that you loved as a kid turn out to be so much smarter, right, you right. kind of feel like a brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's evident of like their respect to the medium, that they're not going to yes. dumb down at anything because it's animation. Yeah. And I think that's something, I mean, Simpsons kind of sparked that. Well, they pioneered that. They pioneered that. And I, I don't know, I just think that's so great that it's like, sure there are a bunch of Harvard guys working on an animated show and I'm sure at some point somebody rolled their eyes at them and said what are you doing with your life you have this great degree and you're working on a cartoon what's (laughs) going on but they gave it the kind of reverence that it deserved and that's why it's sustained and the social impact from all of the shows I think we've mentioned are like huge there have in my life I actually can't think 
of a television event, much like when they said they were going to show Muhammad on South Park. Mm -hmm. That, to me, was the first time that Comedy Central didn't trust them and censored them. And that was such a huge moment for me because I was like, why not show? I thought it was a joke that Comedy Central refused to show the image. Right. Because it was before I was like super up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I think before we all were. Oh, yeah. But, we were but, babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you think like in terms of Simpsons, I mean, I remember the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Was for me a huge. I think that. It ended up being Maggie, right? It did. Yeah. yeah. She found the gun under that. She thought it was her pacifier. Is that? It was underneath the seat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was the gun that fell out of his pocket. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank the you. The gun Clark. that was under yeah. the seat was Homer looking for a piece of food. Yeah. What was it? A banana? It was no. Was uh, yes, yes, yes. That's like what it was. Like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that um, was a big event. I think for a lot. But that of was us. a big yeah. event. I mean, like, what what did that episode in particular? say or do to you um who shot mr burns uh to me it I, I mean i think i just remember that event um part one and two yeah i believe there were two parts to yeah who shot mr. which burns. is one of the first if not the first the times that is no i know in the simpsons but it, i mean just it's really like, the only to be continued on the simpsons mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow but uh, just as far as cartoons going yeah like making such a big like split dramatic Alex Hirsch on our uh, first episode said that that was what like he he wished that that was just the Simpsons movie or kind of like referred it kind to of that is as the Simpsons movie, movie. Yeah, yeah for a while yeah mm -hmm. that's really that's, just such a big plot you know yeah yeah and it ties in all the characters everyone's a suspect right right and it, I mean it's it involved uh, the world it was it was like yes they stretched it out over the summer break right so that's yeah. It's also months. why they gave uh, Moses Lack his last name because they were trying to give everybody W uh, S and M S uh, initials. Oh, great! Before that, he didn't have a last name. Wait, W M S. So when uh, when Smithers falls on the uh, what would you call that dial? The sundial. Uh, oh, his hands yeah. are pointing to uh, right. west and south, and that's how they end up. Like it could be Maggie, it could be and then Moses Lack. Moses Lack. Yeah, I love that. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah. Sizlack is such an insane name. <laughs> I know. I know. I fuck it up every time I have to say it. Really? Which is often. <laughs> I love that you go places where you have to say Moses Lack. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't come into my house unless you say it. Yeah. Is that yeah. the password? Yeah. yeah. Password. <laughs> She's got an audio password. It's kind of weird. It's from the 90s, though, so it's like all metallic. It's like a, an old password journal she's rigged. It's interesting. Very cool. Thank Very you. Very cool. <laughs> um, what, I mean, I'm trying to... We'll cut segments like this out, but I'm trying to think of where to take this next. Yeah. Um, is there okay so going back to yes. simpson simpsons yes. is there a character of the core characters or or even the french ones that you relate to most you identify yeah, with most? even the french ones the french the ones. fringe ones <laughs> um, even when even bart goes to french, france and the there's those two dudes that take him in <laughs> yeah yeah do you oh, yeah, identify dude. with those i <laughs> identify with those two perverts they were perverts they were they yeah. very much wine. like they fed him wine that yeah. was fucked up man you really are a fan that's a I, I very know, I know that, yeah yeah i know i know that episode pretty well um and then that's the first time i think you see bart cry huh yeah it could be 
Um, somebody it's make pretty us, early somebody make on. Us a list. I mean, <laughs> yeah, please. La- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last time it was sunsets. Now we have Bart crying. Yeah. We have him in the well. There mm-hmm. are a bunch of times where Bart cries. He's a yeah, I know, but that's an early episode. Get some chest hair, babies. <laughs> <laughs> when the 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 exchange student does something. Oh yeah, he's in contact with like Russia, right? Albania. It's still, Albania. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Uh, so, sorry. but which of the which of sorry, made it sorry. French? That Albanian, yeah. the Albanian exchange oh, student. Oh, okay. Why? No, uh, no really. Because I always share my secrets. Oh, okay. Uh, or the secrets of others. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd have to think about it. I mean, like this, the kind of the fun thing about The Simpsons is that everybody has tendencies of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and you get to see human. I mean, even with Maggie, you get to see human emotion with every character like when Lisa loses Bleeding Gums Murphy I think that's the first time you get to see a real emotional response from her character Mm -hmm. and she She loses a lot of tender moments with adults definitely definitely um I'd say I, I'd like to say Bart and say I'm like you know a radical dude like, <laughs> you are pretty people. radical you dude. are very much Bart thank yeah. you who says eat my shorts I actually might be the most like Marge really oh, that makes me so happy why, why, why do you say that because I think I t- I try and overlook people's flaws to see their good qualities yeah. Poe Buddy's perfect oh he's nerfed. <laughs> how about <laughs> ghost mutt <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was just re-watching oh, so I, I sometimes just look up marge uh clips just on youtube and one of my favorite is <laughs> bart is wondering what he should bring to show and tell and mm-hmm. she's just like there's this old potato you can bring yeah. that oh, in she's yeah, like mom why do you keep so trying good. to get us to bring potatoes she holds it up she's like i just think they're neat <laughs> she's so good she a part is, of us all. Yeah, a part of us all. <laughs> so I actually have the, um, I, I don't know what they're necessarily called, but the Simpsons environment toys where you'd have, you know, uh, I think they're the McFarlane toys. The backdrop, toys. yeah. And yeah, you'd put them on the little thing and they would say the catchphrases. I think they made them a little too early into the run because the quotes that they have for each character, at least of the main family, is uh, they're so archaic and not even very like, catchy. I can so, not even like I mean, for Marge, she didn't really have any good quotes. So hers right. were just like, uh, and they're funny, but they're so Margie, and it's just like, let's forget our troubles with a great big bowl of strawberry ice cream, <laughs> and <laughs> you might say the secret ingredient is salt. <laughs> That's a great. Quote. I have these um, coffee mugs that I got at the Pasadena Swap Meet, and they're great. They're the set of three coffee mugs from the '90s, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think they were made really early, like first. <laughs> season Simpsons but there's one that's really cool it's a picture of all of them over um, like an atom and it says nuclear family <laughs> and then another Weird. one where Bart is surfing and it says cowabunga dude cowabunga. and then uh, can we talk about something you sure cowabunga no. was shared like just a shared catchphrase among like multiple cartoons because yeah. Yeah, all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles said Calabunga. Right, right. Well, well surfing was a fans. big thing in the 90s for cartoons for some reason. <laughs> but, but it yeah, was... Rocket Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Calabunga. That was early aughts. That was early aughts. Sorry. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> you can, uh, there's the door. There's the door. <laughs> well, I was going to say that the 
the Marge mug is her holding up like a weird dish that looks like gray and salty and it says, I made it myself. <laughs> you never said that, Marge. You never, never said, said it. That. Yeah, that's and that's not, not you. She's not famously a bad cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am famous. Just like a um, Well, I was going to uh, say, so our podcast is called Everything's Coming Up Podcast, which of course is a reference to Everything's Coming Up Millhouse. Um, when he's wearing, I can tell you the reference. Please do. What's <laughs> my question? But please, uh, the reference is when he buys uh, capri pants. Uh, they're flood pants. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're capri pants. And then uh, a flood happens, and he goes, "Well, looks like everything is coming up, Bill." The side eye you just gave me for the capri pants <laughs> correction was pretty good. Well, listen, you've been at this table before, and you've had to defend that reference. Well, no, I was gonna ask, um, why do you think that? that's become like uh, a key gif uh, or gif wherever you're from Depending and on I if think you're yeah. cool or not. Oh, uh, if you're cool or not but um uh why do you think that's become the victorious gif and not when um marge on the lamb and it's just her going marge <laughs> Jumping up. That's a, Maybe because it's one better. word. Yeah. <laughs> one word gifts never work. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also asks a lot of the of the person <laughs> physically. True, <laughs> true. I mean, and I guess in conversation. <laughs> yeah, in conversation, yeah. it's like, pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Can you yeah, imagine you yeah. instead? Yeah. Who's we do, Marge? We do challenge uh, our listeners to start saying, Marge. <laughs> yeah. Tell Anytime us something's the story. Good. No. Of how you do that in your normal life. <laughs> Did you get a good grade on a God, test? We are drunk Mark. with power. <laughs> um, what are some quotes that come into everyday life for you of The Simpsons? Uh, anything. Uh, really, like, I've done a Ralphie impression since I was like six years old. Yeah. I love Ralphie. Yeah. Um, Ralph. <laughs> As Ralphie you guys is call him, Ralphie no. is I call him. Oh, we're at Chief Wiggum. I thought or you were just talking about uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, I was just yeah. talking about Christmas Story. I thought I walked I, into the wrong I, podcast I, for a second. Christmas Story This is a Christmas Story podcast. Well, it's sort of like the it's marathon. 24 hours of podcast. <laughs> it's a 24-hour podcast. Guest. This episode's called, your sh- you'll shoot your eye out. Your eye tunes out by listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna kill what, myself. What, by what anyways, Ralph quotes. What Ralph quotes? Uh, Ralphie Wiggum. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Wiggum. Uh, when I grow up, I either want to be a principal or a caterpillar. Uh, comes Very up cute. A lot. Did you win life. points with teachers and other adults in your life by quoting that no, in that way? Nope. Did you win points with anyone? <laughs> no, I've never won points actually for that one. Um, uh, for real, something that comes up in my life, I like to, whenever a lot of people are arguing, I like to say, go banana. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a pretty great. good one. Um, yeah. That come you, on, grapefruit. Come on, grapefruit. <laughs> go, go banana. banana. Um, uh, uh, calling anyone... Um, I can't. Super Nintendo. Oh, can't Super think. Nintendo Chalmers. Super, Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo Chalmers. Chalmers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always, uh, I think that's the same episode of, uh, <laughs> what's a battle? Yeah. <laughs> you said, what's yeah. that rattle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love, man, I'm tr- like, it's so funny that just talking about it unlocks so many important episodes in my head. 
Like when Lisa changes to be one of the cool kids when they go to Cape, oh, Co- yeah. Cape Cod. Or yeah, yeah, this summer like, four whatever. foot three. Yeah. Or four, four, four foot, foot two. two. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting point. I feel like, uh, and forgive me if this analogy is annoying, but I feel like the Simpsons and the Beatles and those kinds of like the touchstones, of course that's your favorite. Right. Favorite. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's really easy to forget, even in a culture where it's so celebrated, how good these things actually are. Because yeah. you, you yes. kind of just accept it just like, yeah, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, the Beatles write good songs. And then right. you, you actually sit down with them and you rediscover like all these gems and then all these new layers and so it's really really fun mm-hmm. to talk f- about it <laughs> anytime you find out a story about anything or how it's written or how oh, it's done god especially with the beatles for me it's just like i just want to right. absorb anything right and well we were talking about the um documentary the south park documentary six days to air that's fascinating because it's just yes. all creative process behind yeah. the scenes all the time and it's it's all parts of a creative process that like is really a team effort yeah whereas a lot of like documentaries are about one person right that's about a team of people yeah you know and seeing how every cog yeah yeah i really wanted to hear the commentary on this particular episode of south park which is available on youtube oh great to watch yes yeah until they take it down right 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 i bet you i have not watched that and i will directly after you guys leave (laughs) (laughs) um i wonder if the like pitches for the stuff um that Butters was doing was just like, this is my favorite episode. Right, do right. Do this one. Yeah, yeah I, and, one. and there are so many good things there. I mean, of course, they're all, for the most part, they're all Mr. Burns schemes. And uh, until Alex kind of mentioned Mr. Burns as as being the ultimate villain, I'd never really thought of him, surprisingly, right. as like a villain because he's, he's, he's frail and he's, yeah. you know, he's, he does have these like re- redeeming qualities. Do you think, uh, Waylon Smithers love for him redeems him in some way in your eyes? That is a great, great thing because Waylon is such a sweet guy that you have to think like, well, if he loves him, then there's gotta be some good there. Right. But at the same time we see he's Smithers gets the, the, the butt of like all the the worst things that happen. Right. So, but, but at the same time, it, d- despite that, <laughs> like my favorite my favorite testament to uh, Smithers' love for Mr. Burns is I think it's in um, twenty two short films about Springfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have him riding the bike and he gets stung by the bee. Oh yeah, and continues to ride even though he he passes out. Yes. Yeah. At which yeah. point, of course, the uh, the hospital. I can't remember the name of... Oh, ambulance. He's going to call it a hospital car. Uh, <laughs> the hospital bus comes up and picks them up, and they just pick up the bike instead of Smithers, who's just yeah. being yeah. terribly burned. Uh, or not burned, but stung by B. Yeah. But uh, I would say that that is... Uh, the kind of does him a win and a lose for me. But... Um, it is true when you look at these outside of the Simpsons and you just hear these like diabolical plans, you have Butter saying, he's like, I'm going to block out the sun. And by the way, this is before. So what I love about this episode is you, you start this episode, unless you know the name of it, you start this episode of South Park and you already have two Simpsons things going on. You have the sea people and then you have the sun. You're just like, what are they doing? And then you realize like, Oh, they get it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that it's like, I don't think that it was their favorite episodes. I think that it was personal grievances for pitches that they made in the room mm. and they just kept a list of them or something. Because I feel like, it, especially in animated shows, in every writer's room, there's that Simpsons did it moment. 
And I was going to ask you, have you ever experienced that in your creative profession? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think everybody has. Anytime you, you go to mock something and someone's like, oh, the, actually, The Simpsons did a really funny one of that. Yeah. Or like even shot by shot something, which I love doing. Like that is my, I, I would say like I pretty much every sketch I've made with either my friends or I try to do a shot by shot in one of them, which is crazy. The last thing I did with friends that has one was I shot a sketch, a new dad sketch, which is me and my two friends. Mm -hmm. And we did like literally a home alone two shot for shot <laughs> where Kevin's walking down the street and all the people, like the homeless people in New York are like freaking him out. And then the, it's stupid, but it's also like the Simpsons 100% taught me that that's okay. Oh my God. Right. Totally. Twilight Zone alone. There are yeah. so many it's nods. Crazy. Yeah. crazy. And, and also, like, Godfather, there are so many nods. Oh, yeah. Like, you can pretty much name any, like, famous 70s movie, and there's a crazy nod to it. A, yeah. a future segment that will be on the show uh, will be highlighting the pop culture references in, yeah. in each episode. <laughs> so get ready for that. Well, if if I may, this might be the most pop culture-y because you have a show completely referencing only Simpsons shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's so... It's so... I... I'd like to find out if it's grievances because I feel like I'm interested. I just it feel might like have started as it, but yeah. then it started became celebration. I've just heard stories uh, from people that oh, have worked yeah, in a lot I'm of sure. writers' rooms, especially in the animation, where they're like, "Oh, we can't do this." And I was actually going to ask, do you feel more licensed in making um, a sketch that isn't for a network or for a TV show that's just like you know blatantly copying something like that, or do you feel like if you were doing that sketch for like say Comedy Central, you'd be like uh, maybe we can't do this because the Simpsons did it. No, you know, I think um, replication in pretty much any form, uh, in any art form, is like you're giving not only a nod, but you're like, I appreciate your work so much, I want it to be my work too. Yeah. You know? So I think when it comes to a professional sense, the asking to be like, you have to be 100% original is insanity. Right, right. And pop culture, I think, also drives pop culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, like, you know, you watch a show like Broad City or Workaholics, and those guys, like, love pop culture. I right, mean, right. They eat it up like us because of the same generation. And mm -hmm. so it's, to me, even on a, if I got a bigger platform, I would probably even do it more. Right. <laughs> Just because I want people to know where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And when I show you my influences, you guys, or anyone in, instantly, and I say me as in like anyone, when somebody shows you their influences, it either attracts you to what they're doing or detracts you because you're like, oh, I didn't watch that as a kid. So it's, it to me, it's like, it's a little bit more specific in right. terms of like you're gonna get this if you like this this and this but it's also putting everything i like out there right you know? which i think is great and one thing that's hard is there's also the question of ripping somebody off i mean it's sometimes even if you do love it or but you know a lot of times stuff is coming out around the same time mm -hmm. you know uh oh, 97 totally. is not you know too close to when it when the simpsons aired but you know you you do have just people that are working on something so hard and it's very it's as original as a as a show could be really yes. it just happens to also be a cartoon yes. right right and you know i hate to say it but family guy you know it's just another show about a family i mean you could say that about any sitcom like there's you have to have characters that are like 
it's just how a show works yeah. right. so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. you know it is it must be so frustrating to just be compared just because you have it's an some. easy thing for somebody else to say and point out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so to me this episode was really cool and it made me i mean i i definitely am just a simpsons kid like i didn't i didn't get it now i love south park and now i love futurama but for a long time i was one of those like it's Simpsons or nothing. Purist. Like, yeah. And purist. Yes, yeah. Simpsons purist. And I remember in middle school, like, I asked a kid if he liked The Simpsons because that was my opener. And he was just like, I like South Park. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And yeah. I just thought. Two roads diverged in the wood. <laughs> I chose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and at the time, you know, this is like sixth grade. There was still a little bit of, um, you know, boys versus girls cooties and i was just yeah. kind of like south park is a boy show and like simpsons is a for I everyone like, show i feel like south park still kind of gets the label of being a boy show yeah and um, it, even though there are I, I of course plenty of yeah, women that of watch course. it oh, i also course. feel like maybe it's gotten out of the realm of anyone thinking it's a children's show oh absolutely i don't think anyone ever did but i well, think but like that's it is a cartoon did. and like maybe a teenager show yeah well i i still feel like i remember watching a lot of that the majority, I was like sixth, seventh grade when I started watching South Park. Well, yeah. I guess a little bit older. Like when they moved to fourth grade, I remember exactly where I was when I watched the first episode of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was a basement of a friend's house. Cool. Well, that sounds like Eric Eric a dad's house. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Evans, his house. Shout out. Eric Evans, you're not listening to this. Guaranteed. <laughs> um, but it's, it's to me, uh, to like further on your point of like when you widen that horizon you start to understand like all of these shows influenced each other right even even retroactively like south park became very political and then the simpsons not that they weren't but would lean into it more and be more outrageous and be more aggressive because another show was doing it they didn't feel like they had to make their stamp of being the aggressive show south park did and then when they did the simpsons were like we can be yeah. politically, mm-hmm. we can push the limit. Totally. Right. I think smart creatives are influenced by their surroundings and exactly. like they kind of like encourage them to. And I think also it. that Simpsons, the Simpsons already did it episode, allowed the Simpsons writers and maybe creatives to be like, they appreciate us. Yeah. I think there it's a love letter is, above all. Yeah, of course. Well, and it is a love letter for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, if anything, it's like, Hey guys, you did everything. So <laughs> yeah, don't be mad at us when we do stuff you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just gonna it's happen. It's a passive yeah. aggressive love letter. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, so don't be mad at us, okay? <laughs> we already said we're gonna do it. Let's wait a second for the cop to go, or not cop. Um, <laughs> it probably is a cop. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, and if anyone here does, please help me out. But I remember listening to an interview. It might have been Jibber Jab. It might have been something, and I would love to know this for sure. But there was this discussion of bringing on Simpsons writers as the show progressed, as we get into later seasons, and that they came in already knowing the Simpsons, and they already kind of had this taste for the Simpsons and other TV shows, or that even just TV show writers of our age kind right. of come in just like okay it's the simpsons it's south park it's futurama it's this and that and when they would come up with ideas you'd be like okay well we have this kind of thing that happened on the simpsons and this kind of thing that happened on futurama and this person who is is narrating this idea is saying 
when we were writing, we were saying, well, my Uncle Jerry did this, and my sister did that, and right. I remember in real life this happened, and that at the beginning, like, there was a little bit more of a personal aspect to mm-hmm. this storytelling, and then it just kept going from there. And I always mm. thought that that was such an interesting but unavoidable, you know, um, way for that to go. I mean, you could only, I mean... The Simpsons writers did this Simpsons writers. Mm-hmm. And just that discussion of like, well, it used to be personal stories and now it's TV stories. But the thing is, is our, our own families do the same kinds of things. Yeah. Like I think right. these I shows like just highlight what ch- our families are like. It changes per show, I think. Yeah. And totally. I also feel like if, if anyone is there to argue like that people don't still pull from <laughs> real situations, they're crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'd say most writers rooms, are people talking about experiences they've had and then blowing them out. Yeah. And then and then usually you run into like, oh, the Simpsons did that, but that's only because like, well, someone's uncle and someone else's right. brother. Yeah, it's coming did from the, the same, same well. Thing. And in yes. the same way there's a there's a family whose name is Homer Simpson and they yeah. have a Marge and they have all that. Yeah. 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 Oof, that would be rough. You mean you're talking <laughs> about you Matt like, Groening's family? <laughs> Family. A bunch of people in Portland <laughs> are walking around. All these streets are somehow now named yeah. after the Simpsons. Is that he announced he named that, the, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, was it was startling when I first went to Portland and turned on Flanders, Flanders Street. Street and was like, <laughs> That's the one that did it for me, too. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Did you yeah. guys steal it? That sign must get stolen all the time. Right? I bet. That and like Stoner Avenue in LA. Yeah, Stoner <laughs> Ave. Stoner Ave. <laughs> I think Which, of course, is weed. <laughs> now oh, I get it. I thought it's you were talking like, about biblical stoning. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, I was talking about the lottery, the short story. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if someone's like, I'm about to get stoned biblically? <laughs> like, oh, God, oh, what God. happened? <laughs> I stole a loaf of bread. And <laughs> I'm I Jesus. Chop my left hand off. <laughs> Yo, it's not a big. It's not a big. I just got hit by a stone. It really hurt. I, I think we're at that time. Going for a landing? Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to come in for a landing, which is our new phrase, I think. Well, I think I got that from Kyle. <laughs> Coming in for a landing. So I think it's it's probably pretty obvious, uh, but if if you were taught any lesson from the episode we talked about, or this episode of the podcast in particular, yeah. um, and you were Bart and had to write on the chalkboard, mm-hmm. what what is the lesson that you're writing? Um... um it, it is like uh, I think um, South Park's better. Um, South Park, <laughs> South Park rules. I think it would be something like. <laughs> I'm just picturing that in an actual <laughs> Simpsons episode. Me too. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's not cheating if you quote or if you give credit. Uh, credit. Or- yeah. yeah, it's not stealing it's, if you give credit. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe because it's Bart, it's not cheating if you give <laughs> oh, credit. Yeah. Mm, I like that. So, it's not cheating if you give credit, and then maybe like a little dash, and then he puts someone else's name. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's beautiful. The South Park Rules is a little off topic. South Park Rules <laughs> reminded me of. So my friend Paul Isaacson and Tom Kaufman, they're both uh, great dudes. They make stuff for Channel 101. There's, in front of their apartment, um, there's this block of cement in, in the sidewalk, and it says, I can't wait for the dark night rises. <laughs> 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 Obviously, they were repaving and, and got the opportunity to write yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> I think it has a t- 
date on there and never stick it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, oh, that's man. just like when Marge says, uh, you know, to Bart not to write his his stuff in the wet cement. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> Listen, I love Sorry, a great Simpsons dumb thing. It. A great dumb thing is what makes the world go round. Also, oh, before man. before Simpsons did it, uh, I think the like the quotable Simpsons did it is uh, it's been done which is when George Harrison drives by the B sharps oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been done that was my yeah. great George Harrison impression thank that was you very great. thank Fantastic. you wasn't thank even you. British wow yeah Didn't no it's it. because he's lived in America for a little bit that was uh, like yeah. when you know side it's a future like impression yeah it's yeah, a future yeah. impression okay. um, where can people find your stuff uh, in At the internet Z- okay or in the world. Or in the world. Where are you? Where do you Where live next Saturday? Where do I live? You guys are here. <laughs> um, you can find me at Zach Perlman, which is a uh, place where I will share my mind. <laughs> uh, by the way, constantly surrounded by dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Zach, whenever I say at Zach Perlman, it's required that dogs Please bark. Please pounce. It's um, pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I want to uh, reach that level of stardom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always get, you have a dog entourage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds it's like the cartoon dumb. version of myself for sure. Looney <laughs> yeah. Tune style. That's the real version of me. Oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, at Vine, you can find me at Zach Perlman. Great. Um, on Instagram, you can find me as Zach Perlman. I'm sensing a trend. Uh, I believe on the new, I think I've got some cool stuff coming out. Check my Instagram and Twitter. Great. For that cool. But uh, really, you and of know, course, you've seen Zach Perlman's face on every single like bus and yeah, yeah, yeah performer lady. If, if you lived in great LA. mug, <laughs> no <you>. anywhere. <laughs> I have a lot of great mugs in my house. Um, <laughs> I will say this weird little fact about me. <laughs> That's a great like when you're at a party, you pass by like a guy totally hitting on a chick, yeah. and you hear him say, "I have it's a like, lot of great lot mugs, of great at, my mugs at my house." <laughs> Want to check him out? Um, yeah, yeah. I try and collect. Las Vegas mugs from like Goodwills. Cool. <laughs> the thing about Las Vegas mugs is they make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one that says Las Vegas, and then there's a rainbow that goes to a pot of gold, and it says Las Vegas, <laughs> the end of the rainbow. Ah, oh, which is beautiful. Like, yeah, you know, it just doesn't. <laughs> It has no correlation. I've never wow. heard of Las Vegas being. <laughs> if I like if I could point to any to yeah rainbow. if I could point to any it's city like, that seriously don't give a fuck it is Las yeah. Vegas. I've been to Las Vegas a handful of times. Every single time something has happened there where I was like, why do I do this? Yeah, why do I come back. Yeah, I see the craziest shit. You know what Las Vegas is. It's a big city experience for someone who doesn't actually want to go to a big city and experience right. murder. That's why, like, yeah. Living in a bad neighborhood or like, you know, living in a good neighborhood. The Eiffel Tower, like, um, yeah, New York get, like, skyline. The shittiest um, version of the world. <laughs> a circus in a circus. A circus oh, circus. Dude, the circus circus is um, a real sad place. It's seen better days for Sorry sure. Sorry to uh, diverge into the sadness of It's Sin important city. that people know. I went to um, the Mandalay Bay Aquarium. That was all I wanted to do in Vegas when I went there last um, Uh because I was dating somebody whose mom is a professional gambler and she was staying there and there was just like three sad fish in this grand (laughs) aquarium. It was a real bummer. Anyway. (laughs) There were only three sad fish? Well, maybe more. happy ones. Yeah. The three ones were just floating upside down. That's like, that's an unpublished Dr. Seuss book. Three Three sad sad fish? fish. Yeah. 
I wish I wish I hadn't squished that fish. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach, three eyed fish. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yes. yes. Come on. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you so much for being on hey, our thank episode. Thank you so much for be- having me and being you guys. You got it. Thanks. Um, uh, smell you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Eat my shorts.